Blog Talk Radio. Black history is human history because 
the people, all the way back to Adam, we submit to you, was what we call today people of color. Okay? We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how we become the different so-called people um, based upon color today. But back in the um, Genesis 10, it wasn't so. So we pretty much have a social construct to where um, dealing with and a lot of evils that come out of it. But I don't want to get too deep into that. Again, how are you and yours doing tonight? Really hope you're blessed, your family is blessed and highly favored. That's what we were put on this planet. Highly favored just means getting along with the Father, and he's getting along with you just like Adam was. We submit, we believe in the garden. That's all that means. It sounds like a little relig- religious rhetoric when people say that. Oh, I'm blessed and highly favored. Well, we're supposed to be blessed. In other words, on the Father's good side. You know, he don't, we don't have to be necessarily perfect in this flesh, but he has done a perfect work, work in us spiritually, and we can't have our hearts uh, pointed towards home, so to speak, or he can uh, be the uh, Lord of our lives, and our minds, our hearts. Don't mean you have to be perfect. All you got to do is look at the patriarchs in the scriptures, okay? Some of the greatest men ever walked this earth stumble often, yet their hearts was perfect. But anyway, brothers and sisters, I'm Brother Seth, and uh, you've reached the Five Smooth Stone Network. And I guess I can go ahead and just read the show's uh, description here. Let's see here. All right, I sent this out to many of you via Facebook and various social media email. I said, tonight, black history like you've never heard. I went on to say, Tuesday, Brother Seth and the Five Smooth Stone panel will be skipping to Chapter 8 in his new book that is The Solutions to White Supremacy and Purposes Black Inferiority. It's the same teaching, y'all. In both so-called white America and in so-called black America in thought, speech, and behavior. One more time. Tuesday, I said, Brother Seth, myself, and the Five Swim Stone panel will be skipping to Chapter 8 in his new book to discuss the solutions to white supremacy in parenthesis, black inferiority, in both so-called white America and in so-called black America in thought, speech, and behavior. And that's one of the things the book has been pointed uh, out very clearly, that white supremacy is philosophy, not a people. Anybody can believe it. I went on to say, the Johnny-come-lately inventions and often exaggerated claims today of so-called whites' greatness and the suppression of thousands of years to date of the greatness of so-called black people are one of the most vicious acts by mankind against mankind under the guidance of pure evil. Wow. Let me read that one more time. Again, brothers and sisters, the Johnny-come-lately inventions and often exaggerated claims today of so-called whites' greatness and the suppression of thousands of years to date of the greatness of so-called black people are one of the most vicious acts by mankind against mankind under the guidance of pure evil. I went on to say, but we will not be fooled by Satan's devices because we have true accounts of the past, the present, and the projected future. I went on to say, tune in, and then I said, the truth, stranger than fiction. 
And that is what we're going to present tonight, not to be stranger than fiction, not to be controversial, not to be whatever, brothers. It's just the truth is simply often stranger than fiction. Sometimes it's fiction makes more sense than what really happened back in the day. What really happened in biblical times and before biblical times. The truth sometimes is harder to believe than fiction. So again, I want to thank you for your time. Brothers and sisters, uh, I want to start off by saying anything you hear tonight, my, 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 I can feel it coming on. Anything you hear tonight, brothers and sisters, is definitely out of a place of love and respect for all people. Oftentimes, so-called African-Americans, that's what you want to call us, I think we're Israelites, so I'm talking about us as an African-Americans, those of us that's going to be on the show tonight. Oftentimes when we are expressing history and accomplishments, we get upset because we feel like there has been a theft of birthright. We get upset because we feel like there's a, there's a jealousy sometimes, I think it is, to be honest, and sometimes just, just a righteous indignation when we look at what how we have been duped and fooled and tricked and continue to be deceived. You often hear this thing in our voices, but I want to tell you this, brothers and sisters, again, as the founder of this Five Smooth Stone Network, I want to let you know tonight that everything you hear, everything you hear, everything you hear, especially from the host and co-host, is out of a love for all people. We ain't preaching no hate. We ain't preaching no hate. I know, I know, I know a lot of things what so-called whites have done to our so-called people of color. And I say so-called a lot because, you know, we don't believe on grouping of people strictly based upon the skin color. If I have to say so-called, y'all got to put up with that with me tonight. Okay, I can't keep feeding the lie that we are black. I can't keep feeding the lie that we are people strictly based on color. I can't keep feeding that lie. So I have to say so-called black, so-called white, because there's no such thing. It don't exist. Most high does not acknowledge it. But what do you call these people from Europe? What do you call these people in, that, in America that's dark-skinned? We'll talk about that, but you can't call them black and white, else you are feeding into a social construct literally made and created to divide us and to do just what it's doing right now, relegating us to now a month in the year, relegating us to now just just something called black history, when indeed the whole planet was is and will always be those key contributors to civilization have always been people of color i i i see the muscles in europe i see the muscles in america but they cannot touch what melanated people are doing all over the world my god my god so when you hear us talk about these things you may hear a little anger may hear a little something, something, just know it's out of a place of love and respect. We're just trying to wake up not just our people, because if the Most High is doing something, he ain't just working with so-called dark-skinned people. That's a, that's the, that's a whole other type of hatred. We ain't on that either. Folks, if it's truth, it's for mankind. 
So, Mr. So-Called Indian Man listening, Mr. So-Called Hispanic Man listening, any uh, Australians listening, any Europeans listening, Asians listening, this truth is for you. I said this truth, these truths tonight is for you and your children and their children to a thousand generations. Yes, I mean it. If you love your children, if you love yourself, you will pay attention to what you're about to hear tonight. Because I guarantee you, even the things I've said so far, I guarantee you some of you have never heard it quite like that. So anyway, we thank the Father for his knowledge. His Ruach HaKadosh, what we call the Holy Spirit, as he reveals truth uh, that uh, Satan has tried to steal from the earth. I want to remind everybody to follow us, Boston Phone Network. Please follow us so you'll get shows. As you see, we're not on a schedule right now. We're just doing these shows sporadically. So if you want to know when we're doing shows, this is an excellent time to follow us. Okay? Follow us. Follow us. Follow us. And like I say so often, brothers and sisters, I love every single one of you. And there's nothing you can do about it. Here's some show instructions. This is just some instructions on how we do things here at the Plasma Stone Network so you know how to engage with myself and the codes. And we'll be right back. Shows with hundreds of topics 
with uh, different guests from all walks of life, all different ethnic groups. We have people that travel the world, very intelligent people, very educated on our show. And, and more importantly, uh, a lot of God-centered people, a lot of people led by that Ruach Kakadech that Holy Spirit are sharing on our network. So Google Five Smooth Stone Blog Talk Radio. That's the fast way to get to us. Google Five Smooth Stone Blog Talk Radio, and you'll be able to enjoy over 500 episodes on various topics uh, at your leisure. Lastly, we want to remind everybody to follow the show. Follow the show. Please follow us. It gives us a bigger presence on the net. Plus, you benefit by getting a reminder sent to you anytime we do shows. Uh, we get these little reminders sent with all types of details of what's going on on the next show sent to you. Enjoy the rest of the show, and thank you for tuning into the Five Star Phone Network. Hello. <laughs> Jump right into it, brothers and sisters. And um, what we'll do is, I'm going to share what's on my heart, what the Father's given me, uh, and uh, we uh, we'll open up the phone lines. If anybody have any questions or comments on things I've said so far, you can go ahead and press one. I'll bring you on. But I'm about to go on on a stretch here and just share some things that have to, have just set me free where so-called Black history is concerned. But um, so I don't see any hands up, but I do see the phone lines before. We appreciate you calling us tonight. Really appreciate that. Uh, brothers and sisters, again, you can press one anytime and just come on. I'll bring you on. But let me just say this really quickly. We're writing a book. On Tuesday, we're writing a book. Um, and this book is a little different in uh, with regards to uh, black history. Here's a book with the name the systemic lies of white supremacy are our world's ruling religion. Again, the systemic, the system, the repetitious lies of white supremacy are our world's ruling religion. It is a religion. It has all the tenets to be the religion that it is. So what I do in this book, brothers and sisters, I try to get our brothers and sisters to see who have pigmentation that they, too, are practicing in this lie, these lies. You see, white supremacy, when you say the word white supremacy, white is superior. What is it superior to? Black. It's superior to black. So when you say the word white supremacy, without you even realizing, you're saying black inferiority. When you say black inferiority, Somebody's going to say, well, what is it inferior to? It's inferior to whites. So those, it's one coin, two different philosophies, really one philosophy, one coin, two different sides. So tonight I'm going to do something a little different. We're going to talk about black history in a way that's crushing to the philosophy of white supremacy. My book is going to demonstrate that blacks are nearly equally practicing white supremacy because white people live with themselves and they know the truth. 
how can you really feel you're superior when you have a mirror, when you have relatives that let you know just how short and imperfected you are? You have a conscience. You have a spirit. So I don't believe a lot of intelligent white people really believe they're superior. I think they go along with it for white privilege and because it feels good to be worshipped by people. So when so-called non-white people begin to worship and think things about them that's not true, they just let them think it because it feels good. Some of that is human. All of that is human. But where it gets evil is when they know better and they see us suffering, us so-called non-white people suffering, believing that they are better than what they are. So, Brother Seth, how does this tie into black history? We're going to talk about how the Father showed me black history in a way, like I said, very few have heard. Because if we can break white supremacy now and let you see that it's a simple social construct, stay with me. If I can get you to see who the people were that lived on the earth, you're not going to be on February, in February, running around with a microscope trying to find who discovered the, uh, the lawnmower and who. The, I'm not putting down these accomplishments and inventions. Definitely not doing that. Definitely not doing that. That has its place. Brothers and sisters, what the Father did to me was to show me that there's millions, millions of things done every day by people of color that go unnoticed because it's done in this white supremacist structuralist system. Y'all got to hear me tonight? I said, you got to hear me tonight. You got to listen tonight. Again, this is no disrespect to any people. I want, first want to tell you something that uh, uh, I'm going to come at this in an odd way. Again, this is black history. We're talking about black history, February, so-called Black History Month. But when, after this show tonight, you're going to see that it's a joke to be going around talking about Black men invented this, black men invented that. Because you're going to see the so-called white people is a product of these same dark-skinned people. Which I know some of y'all know that. But just watch this angle. So let me just say something to you. I said this at WCVG Cincinnati. I I went on the air and said this uh, several times. And I would get an odd response, but this is what I used to call in and say to the, uh, the GM, which was Tracy Hunter and all the listeners there in Cincinnati and that uh, area. I used to say, hey, y'all. They said, welcome to the show, Seth. What, what is your comment for today? And I said, I got something to tell you, everybody, but it's going to be a lie. Tell y'all a lie. And, you know, and Tracy, the GM, would say, why are you about to tell a lie? I said, well, follow me, follow me. And I'm going to tell you the same thing. Follow me. Follow me. This, what I'm about to say, is a lie. Here it goes. Black people, so-called black people, invented everything. The white man has done absolutely nothing. 
He has never invented anything. Black people did it all. Everything you can see and comprehend, black man did it. The so-called black man did it. So-called white people never done anything. And they would kind of laugh at the studio. I see, that's a lie. That's a lie. I told you it's going to be a lie. All right, it's a lie. But that lie is closer to the truth than what's in your head right now. So let's go ahead and start this. Years ago, the father showed me something that was, I don't even know why he showed me this. But I guarantee you, if you be honest, if you be drop dead honest, you say, Brother said that is me. Oh, my God. This is something the father showed me. It was like an umbilical cord, an umbilical cord. You know how babies are attached to an umbilical cord. Everything they get nutrition-wise comes through this umbilical cord. Well, the father showed me like this cable that's connected to our head, like this big, giant cord. And everybody walking around, this was like a vision I saw. Everybody walking around had this cord, and it was just going up. I didn't know where it was going to the sky or where. I just would see all these people, me, my mother, my relatives, all connected. And the Father showed me, although there's things going on around them, there's news, there's conversations, and different types of conversation, there's knowledge, there's preaching, there's seminary, there's I mean, seminars, there's, there's all type of schools, there's all type of education publications. They are connected to an umbilical cord. And they can only get so much because their true nutrition comes from another source. Y'all better listen to your brother tonight. I am not playing. So the father showed me that I was a victim of the enemy, of Satan, through something called white supremacy. That's what I call it. That's what some of you may call it once I describe it. But you have to understand the father was upset with his planet. And he told a certain group of people, I know some of y'all don't believe in the Bible, but we got to hit it because that's the foundation of this whole Five Smooth Stone Network. We base a, a lot of our truth from the scriptures. But the father began to show me, and to the gentleman transcribing the show, uh, we're going to start right now uh, after the umbilical cord because it's already in the book once. But this, again, will be Chapter 8 to the to the gentleman that's to transcribing. And so we're going to uh, hold off in, uh, on the other chapters, and we're going to start with Chapter 8 right now. But the Father showed me that I was a victim of this new world order. Please believe me. If you're not led by the Father's Ruach HaKadosh or the Holy Spirit, don't feel bad. Just know that he wants you out of this system. If you are not led by the Ruach HaKadosh of the Holy Spirit, you are already in the clutches of this new world order. They have infiltrated us in a way you'll never know. Let me go on and explain and you'll see what I'm saying. So 
the father began to show me a lot of the way I was looking at things. He was just beginning to show me. This is after I began to study, and as some of you have been listening to these shows over the weeks here. You know what I mean by the giant. I can't go into it right now, but there was a giant spotted, and the, the, the book is talking about it again. We're literally writing a book as we're doing these shows, brothers and sisters, just in case some of y'all wonder, what do you keep talking about this book? But this is like the fifth show. We're writing a book online. We have a transcriber. So literally you're hearing a book that is going to be released, uh, again, The Systemic Lives of White Supremacy or Our World's Ruling Religion. So, um, again, the Father beginning, this is true. This is no fiction. Ain't none of this fiction, brothers and sisters. Um, if you're born and raised in America and you've never went outside of America and learned, again, this is all black history, and you never really learn uh, contributions of your people, you, and I say your people, I mean people of color. You never really got outside and seen the world, the entire world. And I don't mean you have to go every single place. You don't have to necessarily be traveling to 55 countries. I'm saying just even in your studies, if you're always listening to the American media or the American education system or to your high school, to your college, and all of your education comes from whites or blacks taught by whites, you are connected to an umbilical cord and you are tainted. So even if you see black history, you won't see black history. I said, even if you see black history, you won't see black history. The only black history you're going to see is black history that have been approved to be seen. You say, I don't know, I don't know about that, brother, because I hear all, I learn all types of black history and stuff. Yeah, but what I'm trying to say is I can say some things that's black and you will think I'm full of hate. I can say some things that's, that's black history and because you're tainted, a lot of you, you can't see it. So what Brother Seth, the purpose of this show tonight is to get you to look at things completely different, to throw away your eyeglasses, to reject the West, to reject your education, to reject everything nearly that you've learned from so-called whites. Not everything. Not everything. And I'm not saying white people are evil. I'm not on that tip right now because we're always taught in the same system. We sit in the same classroom. How come when somebody gets older and they, you know, why do we think they're so evil when we was taught the very same lies? So, brothers and sisters, again, tonight, we're going to come at this a little different. We're going to remove the cataracts, but you got to know what the cataracts are. We're going to remove the shades, but you got to know what the shades are. We're going to move the eyeglasses. We're going to move the bifocals. And once we do, you're going to see black history all around you, not just on February. And you're not going to need anybody to tell you. You're just going to see things that you didn't see. You're going to see people that's been around you all your life, and you never looked at them from a standpoint of being a contributor. I don't mean some little small or some some. I'm talking about pioneers all around you doing things. You're going to quit laughing at people that try to go out and do things and try to make a stance. You're going to quit laughing at people in your family because you no longer will be a white man. 
No disrespect to white people. Let's say it another way. You're no longer going to be a person full of white supremacy because not all white men think like this poison. As I said before, a lot of our so-called white people know better, so they're not white supremacists. They're liars and deceivers because they know better. They know better. The true white supremacist that the book is talking about, truly people of color, because white people are only 8% of the world's population. So how can you be 8% of the world's population and be the only races on the planet? You got 92% of the rest of the world, which, by the way, you are the ruling power right now on the earth. So that means you can't rule the 92% unless somebody agrees with you. Somebody's passive to it. So most white supremacist brothers and sisters I submit to you is people of color. I'm not trying to give the white man a pass again tonight. We're talking about black accomplishments in a backdoor way, but in a way that is going to open up the floodgates, and you're going to see what I'm saying. Let me show you what I'm saying. Let me talk a little clear. I want every one of you to think of world history just to show you the umbilical cord is already attached to you. Think of world history. Go back as far as you can. In your mind, I want you to just just for a quick second, take about no more than about 20 seconds, go back in your mind thinking of history, thinking of history, thinking of history. Brothers and sisters, if you thought of people of color, a very dark-skinned world, all the way back, going all the way back to biblical times, you are very unique. You're a very unique individual. If you thought of white people, king, uh, uh, king, all of the different um, dynasties, all of the different um, uh, European history that they taught us in school, and you went as back as further as you can, then you uh, stumbled upon Bible days, and you start trying to maybe some of y'all saw a few black people in your in your in your thinking, okay, that's still white supremacist thinking. It really is. Brothers and sisters, European are very new. And even when they're in their heyday, what about Africa? What were they doing? You don't think they had accomplishments and breaking technology and innovation and this and that and the other? You really think they was just not doing nothing? I talk to so-called black people all the time, and they really felt like nothing was going on in the motherland when Europe, when European was booming. Europe, Europeans was doing their thing, going across the world, and Balboa and Cal, uh, Balboa and Columbus and all these. Uh, uh, you know, they really think that nothing was going on in Africa. Brothers and sisters, listen. There's no need of me giving a long list of accomplishments and, 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 and inventions and, and pad numbers. and That is not what I, this show is about. This show is to show us we've all been poisoned and that if we can look at things the proper way, we can see all kind of inventions that you will never, ever see printed. You don't even have to leave your house. Some of us have wives 
And I know it might sound funny almost and like joke a joke almost. That's because of this umbilical umbilical cord. Some of y'all spouses is second to none. Nobody can care for you the way your spouse have. A lifelong of caring. Some of you have exceptional mothers that any old person just can't stand up to your mother. Some of you have witty ideas, inventions that never is going to probably make it to NASA. And it's, your, it's people in your house right around you. Greatness is all around you right now. And you think it's some other scholar, somebody else, some uh, somebody outside of your family, outside of you even, is better or, or sharper or this or that. And what the Father showed me, we are sick people. I want you to hear me. We are sick people. I'm going somewhere with this, though. I'm going somewhere with this. I want you to really listen to what I'm saying. I really get tickled sometimes, and I, and I got some things I want to talk about. Y'all trust me, we start in slow gear. But when I get done, you're going to understand what I'm saying, I guarantee you. Brothers and sisters, African Americans, I'm just going to say some things, and I want y'all to just listen and see how, how does this sound to you. Okay, just listen to me. African Americans are not African Americans. That's just a name given to them. African Americans, when they spit, if they spit on the ground, there is more DNA connected to the Bible than the people in Israel right now. When African Americans sweat, there is more DNA connected to Israel than the people over in Jerusalem right now. The Messiah and the prophets all had kinky hair. When the Holy Ghost fell in the upper room, there were no olive people around. Those were very dark-skinned people. White people in the Bible days was considered, white skin in the Bible days was considered leprous. White skin in the Bible days were black people, just like it is today. They just lost their pigmentation. Pigmentation was lost due to sin. How about this with black history? Pigmentation is lost just like with any pigmentation on animals, insects, plants. It's lost and it's always weaker when it's lost. Black people was cursed by the prophets white. Prior to dark-skinned people being cursed white, there were no white people. How about that for black history? If you're a white man and you're a white lady listening tonight, please know this. This is earth. This is earth. The Father made his man of the dust of the earth. 
in order for someone to produce all the different shades of people, they have got to have dark skin. You don't believe me? I understand. How do dark-skinned people in Africa and India and Pakistan, how do they produce lily white, white, white skin whiter than the people in Europe? How did people become white in the first place? It was due to sin. It's not having pigmentation, the sun, which is the most natural thing we know of on the earth, will and can kill you. How about this for black history? Brothers and sisters, your planet is two colors, green and brown. Green and brown. Green and brown. These are original colors. Anything come in between that is recessive. It's a mutation. Not all the time, but when you get the different colors and plants, it's a beautiful thing. Yes, it is. But when a person come out with no pigmentation to the degree they can get skin cancer from something as natural as the sun, you really think that's the Father's will? No, we became white. We became white. When God split up the nations, when they began to go north, south, east, west, and in the Tower of Babel, they were all dark-skinned people. And all dark-skinned nations to this very day can produce white skin. So question is, on this Black History Month, where is the home of white people? No disrespect to white people. Are you hearing my heart? I'm saying we are white people. No, no, really, really, don't really. We are white people. It's not white people over here and we over there. And you've got to understand this and see this, brothers, and embrace this, because if you don't, this is where hatred, true hatred can be preached. If you start looking at them something, something different, that's when you can hate, but you can't hate yourself. We are white people. They are us. Let me ask you a question, brothers and sisters, those of you that are struggling with this. Where is white people from? At one point, nobody was living in Europe. At one point, nobody was living in Europe. At one point, I'm talking about prior to the Moors. Nobody, you got to remember, Europe is cold. At one point, nobody was living in Europe. So how did, who, who was the people that populated Europe? How about this for black history? So if you can see what I'm saying, then you have to conclude that everything, 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 is black history. Adam, Eve, Noah, the flood, everything, everything come from people of color. So later on, Europeans come on the scene. Whatever they're able to invent is off the backs of these people. But I have not said Anything to, to to the co-host that may be listening, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna encourage.
encourage y'all to really listen because I'm going to say some things I have not even said on the show before. Again, I love every single one of you, and there is nothing you can do about it. I love every single one of you. I have not seen anyone that that, that convinced me to hate them. All right. trying to ease into this. I don't want to drop the bomb to a certain particular time. I want to talk about something because some of you say, oh, you can just say those things, brothers, but where where is your biblical basis? What is your proof? You can easily just sit there and just do a show and say what you want to say, these outlandish things, but where do you get it from? Brothers and sisters, there has been so many... For those of you that like things wrote down and from scholars with bald heads with a mushroom haircut and, and you got to have it from white people, I understand. And I'm not making fun of you. Some of you, um, that's where you're at. you got to hear from MIT, Harvard. Well, guess what? All of them have said what I just said. It's just they ain't going to keep saying it because it's going against the system. But, yes, it's out there. Kind of an insult to me, to be talking about something called black history, implying that there is another history. So let's just switch gears here and let's go a little deeper, all right? Let's see here. I want to see how to say this. I want to say this. um, When we think of, um, when we think of Christ, well, let's just go. Let's just go ahead and do this. I was trying to wait till, till later on in the show, but let's go ahead and, and if you have your Bibles and you really is one of those people that believe in the Bible, I want you to. I want everybody to turn in their Bible because you got to see what I'm about to show you. You're not going to believe what I'm about to tell you, <laughs> so you better. Uh, I beg you, please get your Bibles because you will not believe what I am about to say is in the Bible. So I get tired of people thinking they cool, and then when I start reading, they be like, "Oh, I should have my Bible." Well, get it now, because you're not going to believe what I'm about to say. And turn to Leviticus 13. This is Black History, brothers and sisters. If I can show you uh, what white skin is in the scriptures, you will have, it won't take a rocket science to understand those people. Were, I, I'm, I'm not just coming against white supremacy, but I'm a coming against this olive. People saying, oh, they was olive. If you, if that's you and you think the people in the Bible was olive, and it's okay if they were, it's okay. And, and this is not, this is bigger than skin color. Again, we're trying our best to see the true contributions of so-called dark-skinned people, not to upset whites, not to upset people that's olive color. This is to just simply shine a big spotlight on the true contributions, the true patriarchs, the true, the true fathers uh, and how 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 they look since that's a big deal to some of y'all and and this whole regime this white supremacist regime is has set up the, these lives centered around white skin which is how you look and black skin which is how we look i'm just using that same premise to destroy their glory okay to destroy the lives to destroy things that's Separate us. So what Brother Seth hoped to accomplish tonight, especially what they're about to read, 
is to is to show our brothers and sisters that it is impossible, literally impossible, that people could have been white skinned or olive skinned. And it's not gonna take long for me to do this. And when you see this, happy happy <laughs> Black History Month. All right, because you're going to see that that's all we're dealing with in the scriptures. And Leviticus is long time ago, so that would mean we're talking about Adam. These people, the people that started this earth, that created this earth, that have brought this earth to where it is pretty much today, were people of color. And the, the, the thing I want to point out more than anything, we have been lied to. There is things going on in Africa. I've been to 24 countries, and I'm telling you, when I see the, the, the technology that they don't talk about, when I see the architects they don't talk about, when I see how people do farming that they don't talk about, how the innovative ways they think of doing everything we do, it is crazy that you never, ever hear it. It's like blackout. Leviticus 13 and 1. Listen to this. And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron, saying, When a man shall have in, I in, the skin of his flesh, a rising, a scab, or, or, I want y'all to pay attention to the word or, or, or a bright spot, and it be in the skin of his flesh like the plague of leprosy, then he shall be brought unto Aaron the priest, and unto one of the sons, priests. Brothers and sisters, this is a chapter talking about something called leprosy. Now, some of you about to hang up right now and say, oh, brother, I don't know. Okay, that's it. I'm gone. Listen to me. I would not lie. Lying is not one of my weaknesses, okay? I struggle, but not with lying. Brothers and sisters, the leprosy that we think of today has nothing to do with leprosy in the Bible. You're going to see what I'm about to say. I'm, it's going to be clear. If I, don't do, if I don't do nothing else tonight, I'm going to make it crystal clear that the leprosy in the Bible and the leprosy that's in your head right now is two different things. All right? Um, listen to this. The Bible says, if a man have a rising or a scab, some of you say, there it is right there, brother. How dumb can you be? It's saying a rising or a scab. That's leprosy right there. They were not bringing these things to be seen by the priest because of the rising and the scab. They were being seen because of the whiteness that come from a rising, the whiteness that come from a scab. They used to look at whiteness around that, and why are they look at why are they looking at for whiteness anyway? That's the question for the night. But don't worry, it's gonna get a little bit clearer. But remember what I said: the word "or." When a man should have in the skin of his flesh a rising, a scab, or a bright spot, why on God's green earth are people coming to the priest if they have a bright spot? Why are people coming to the priest just because they have a bright spot? No matter what you say, what you're thinking, why do you go to the priest if you got a bright spot? You're a dark-skinned person, you got a bright spot, and you got to go see the priest. Because that's what they're looking for. They're looking for bright spots, and they're looking for certain things. Let's keep reading. And the priest shall look on the plague in the skin of the flesh. 
And when the hair in the plague is turned white, and the plague in the sight be deeper than the skin, this ain't on top of the skin like some of y'all thinking, it's in the skin. It's in the skin. And when the hair in the plague, it don't call it a sickness, it's a plague. Stay with me. And when the hair in the plague, because prophets was cursing people and turning them white, and then there were some people that had these these things arising, a scab and a bright spot, and they were to be looked at, looking for a certain kind of whiteness. Watch this. Stay with me. Preacher, look on the plague in the skin of the flesh, and when the hair in the plague is turned white, and the plague in the sight be deeper than the skin of his flesh, it is a plague of leprosy. It don't say nothing about sores. It don't say nothing about pus. It don't say nothing about fingers falling off. Again, we're talking about black history. Stay with me. I'm about to show you something. I'm showing you white skin later on. It's going to talk about blonde hair later on. It's going to talk about freckles. Stay with me. Stay with me, brothers and sisters. It's impossible. These people back in the day were olive or white. They were dark-skinned people. So if they were dark-skinned people and the Israelites were dark-skinned people, how did they turn white today? And the Israelites hold the highest honor of a nation on the planet. There's no way in the world the Israelites could be second to anybody because they were God's people. And they gave uh, God, the Most High Yah, to the whole earth. The whole earth learned about the God of the Old Testament through these people. And I submit to you, brothers and sisters, that we African Americans are those people. But that is not what this show is just talking about. But just stay with me. Okay. And the plague in the sight be deep in the skin. It is a plague of lepers. And the priest shall look on him and pronounce him unclean. He pronounced him unclean because of that hair that turned white. I don't know why, but the Father says if there's a white spot in white hair, they're unclean. Unclean, brothers and sisters, for those of you that's new, just simply mean unaccepted. That's all it means, just unaccepted. That's all it means. It just means unaccepted. It's just like if a person saw a dead person, if a person, if an Israelite saw a dead person, they were unclean until the next day. Unclean just meant they was unaccepted. They can do holy things. Okay, they were supposed to. Uh, and it don't have to do with soap and water. It just means they were unaccepted. Verse 4, if the bright spot in the skin, here we go, here we come to the bright spot, bright spot be white in the skin of his flesh, and in sight be not deeper than in the be, be, be not deeper than the skin, and thereof be not turned white. Hold on, let me let me slow down. And if the bright spot be in the skin of his flesh, and in sight be not deeper than the skin, and the hair thereof be not turn white. So now we got white skin, but it ain't turn. Uh, we got white skin, but the hair is not white. And then the priest shall shut him up. They had the plague seven days, and the priest shall look on him the seventh day. Behold, the plague, in, and if the plague in sight be at a state, that means it's not spreading, and the plague spread not in the skin, then the priest shall shut him up seven more days. So he's looking to see if this 
hair is going to turn white. If it if it does, that's the end of it. Don't ask me why. I don't know. Uh, but the father said it's a leprosy. They're unclean. Unclean mean they cannot go among the people. It has something to do with the priest was cursing people uh, to be to, to be white, and, and and it was sin involved. And if they had this white this white hair in uh, this spot, then it was unclean. So they're watching this this whiteness. Watch what happens. Watch this is going. This is going to bring to 2023. If you just listen to what I'm saying, and the priest shall look on him again the seventh day, and behold, if the plague be somewhat dark. Hello, Black History. Here we go. And the priest shall look on him again the seventh day, and behold, if the plague be somewhat dark. Hello, Black History. And the plague spread not in the skin, the priest shall pronounce him clean. It is but a scab, and he shall wash his clothes and be clean. When it say wash his clothes, don't think of it. It's just saying that it's just a mere scab. It just, it, it, it. it it's just saying he is clean. It's not the leprosy. It's not the white skin and the white hair. There's nothing there. Okay, it's just a scab. Remember, you come to three three reasons: scab, rising, bright spot. So here in this situation, because the plague, the white spot. Remember, it said it's talking about a white spot here in verse six. It says if it becomes somewhat dark. So here, somewhat dark is a good thing. Listen to me. You know why? These people were dark. In a white spot, that's when they went to see the priest. But don't worry. It's going to get clear. But isn't that interesting? When I first read this, somebody told me that white skin comes from leprosy. And I said, where do you get that from? And they said, Leviticus 13. When I read this for the first time, and and I saw right there when it says, And the priest shall look on him again the seventh day, and behold, if the plague be somewhat dark, and the plague spread not in the skin, the priest shall pronounce him clean. I knew from researching as a kid, just growing up in church, that clean mean accepted. So I couldn't stop reading Leviticus. I think I must have read it six times that night. Let's go on because it's get deeper. It gets even deeper. And I'm looking at the phone lines, no hands up, so I'm going to go ahead and just keep going. Y'all listen to this. Listen to this. This is your Bible. Can you believe this is in your Bible, verse 7? But if the scab spread much abroad in the skin, this is a scab spreading, after that he has been seen of the priest for his cleansing, he shall be seen of the priest again. And Now, 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 to those of you that think leprosy is a scab and stuff, it's not saying the scab is a leprosy. Are y'all hearing this and hearing what I'm reading? They're looking for white skin with the white hair. They're not looking for this. They're not saying the scab. Otherwise, he's a leper. Why, why, would, why would you talk about doing anything with the scab? The scab, the scab is just a scabby leper. That's it. He's unclean. No. There's two types of people with this. There are, and, and y'all, I'm just going to say this, and then I can prove it later in Second Kings 5. But leprosy is really albinoism. All white skin. This chapter is saying, well, what do we do about these people? They have a rising or a scab in a bright spot, and they, the white, this whiteness around this that's popping up. Because, again, if you get a scab, you're going to get this. Every, even today when you get a scab, you get a bright spot. 
don't don't overthink it. It's the same thing. It's 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 these priests was not planned because certain people was being cursed with leprosy. That was dark. These are dark skinned people. Some of them is all white. Is albino. So let's start the scriptures. Let's last verse start, verse one start real quick, and we're going to go skip back down to six. When a man should have in the skin of his flesh a rising a scab of bright spot, and it be in the skin of his flesh like the plague of leprosy. What do they mean, like the plague of leprosy? Like the plague of leprosy is, is albino. Just go with me with it. I know it sounds a little whatever, but if a white spot is makes you a leper, what do you think a whole body white is going to do? Y'all understand what I'm saying? I think some light bulbs just went on. If they're looking for a white spot with a white hair, how you think all white skin gonna look? They're lepers too, and you're gonna read later on that they are cleansed leper when it's all turned white. But it's still leprosy. They can go among the people. Leprosy just means white. Let me just say this really quickly. And you'll see what I mean. This is gonna be a quick. We we'll have to turn to it. But remember when Moses? And we're gonna read. Remember when Moses? Was uh, uh, the Bible says that the Bible wanted to show uh, Moses his uh, 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 wanted to show Pharaoh his power. So he told Moses, "This is what he was going to do for Pharaoh." He says, "You stick your hand in your bosom," and he told him to stick his hand in his bosom. And the Bible said when he pulled out his hand, his hand became leprous as leprous as snow. That's all it says. It don't say, and his hand became leprous as sores. It don't say that. It says his hand became leprous as pus. It don't say that. It says, and his hand became leprous as bloody. It don't say that. It just say leprous as snow. I'm telling you, leprosy just means white. In Bible days, prophets was cursing dark-skinned people white. How about that for Black History Month? You say, you don't, you don't say it right. It's not like you're mocking white people. No, I'm not mocking white people. I'm just trying to show y'all how... We have that umbilical cord to our head, and you can't hear me. I'm too, I sound too crazy because we have ingested the poison. The Father showed me this. Nobody taught me this. Nobody. I know there's people out there start teaching it, but Brother Seth didn't get this from nobody. I heard a gentleman say in Toronto that white people come from leprosy. That's the first time I heard it, and I wrote him off. I don't think I said nothing else with him on that subway because I figured he was a hater. So the father knew I was seeking truth just like some of you are. So he again, same thing happened in Columbus, Ohio. I had a pastor that said, well, you know, white skin come from leprosy. I said, you know what? I had a guy in Toronto tell me, that. where y'all getting that from? He said, Leviticus 13. I went home, and what happened to y'all right now is what happened to me. I read this, and I was like, this is odd. You mean to tell me dark skin was actually better and these white spots had to get dark right because these people were dark skin? Brothers and sisters, you ain't seen nothing. Wait till I get down to verse 13. Don't run down. Don't, don't jump. Don't jump. You ain't seen nothing yet. Wait till I get to verse 13. It's going to make it crystal clear. And wait till I get to 2 Kings 5. Well, that's going to bring to 2023. So here we go. Verse 7, and, but if the scab spread much part in the skin, after that, he that has been seen as a priest for his cleansing, he shall be seen again. So, it's, again, it's, it's spreading, whatever this is. 
And you would think if it's celebrity, why even why even why even celebrity? No, no, they're looking for they're looking for something. And if the priests see and if the priests see that, behold, the scalp spread it in the skin, then the priest shall pronounce them unclean. It is a leprosy. So you say, brother, sit there, just like this. So the scab spread into the leprosy. Okay, let's keep reading. Hold your thumb right there one more time. And if the priest see that, behold, the scab spread it in the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is leprosy. Now watch this. When the plague of leprosy is in a man, then he shall be brought unto the priest. And the priest shall see him. Behold, if the rising be white in the skin. And behold, if the rising be white on the skin. Now, remember, verse 8 was talking about something spreading. And I think y'all know, y'all saying, oh, it's just a scab. Okay, gotcha. Stay with me. And the priest shall see him, and behold, if the rising be white in the skin, and it have, and it have turned the hair white. Now, go there, white hair, you know what that means. And there be quick raw flesh in the rising. Quick raw flesh just means reddish white. It's going to say it later on. Reddish white. In other words, like under your eyelid, it's reddish white. Palm of your hand is like reddish white. Uh, inside of your mouth is like reddish white. Raw skin, it just means a part of your body not covered by melanin. That's all it means. But don't worry. It's going to get clearer and clearer and clearer. Stay with Brother Seth. Verse 11, it is an old leprosy in the skin of his flesh, and the preacher pronounce him unclean, and shall shut him up, for he is unclean. All right? So remember what did we just read in verse 10. It says, and the priest shall see him, and behold, if the rising be in the skin, and it have, and it have turned the hair white, and there be quick raw flesh in the rising. And this is talking about white skin. But okay, we're gonna, it's going to be very clear. Watch. It's going to remove all doubt here in a little bit. It is an old leprosy in the skin of his flesh, and the priest shall pronounce him unclean, and shall not shut him up, for he is unclean or unaccepted, which means he can't go around the people. It has nothing to do with being contagious. That's another thing. It's just the Father didn't want these people around. It has to do with sin in their life, all right? Now watch this. Verse 12, and if the leprosy break out abroad in the city, this is what I was getting around to. This is what I want to read. Now, check this out. If you didn't hear nothing I said tonight from the time I started this show, listen to this, brothers and sisters. And if the leprosy break abroad in the skin, and the leprosy cover all of the skin of him that had the plague, from his head even to his foot, Wheresoever the priest looketh, one more time, if the leprosy break out abroad in the skin, and the leprosy cover all of the skin of him that had the plague from his head even to his foot, wheresoever the priest looketh, then the priest shall consider, and behold, if the leprosy have covered all his flesh. Now here, whatever this thing is, is covering all his flesh. He shall pronounce him clean that had the plague. It is all turned white. He is clean. How on God's green earth, if what you think in leprosy is, the sores and all that, how is it that when you cover from head to toe, it's all turned white, you're now clean? This is what I try to tell people. You got to explain verse 12 and 13. Now, when it says, verse 14 says, but when raw flesh appeared in him, he shall be unclean. Think about it. It just means he's all white. We see people like this every day, white people. We call them white people. 
or they can be albinos. And they have this part of their skin, maybe an inch or two inch, where you can see through the skin. It's like the father wanted his man covered, either with all black skin or all white skin, but not this half covered when it's reddish white. Raw flesh don't mean you're bleeding or something. It don't mean that at all. It's going to say later on reddish white. But what are you going to do, brothers and sisters, with verse 12 and verse 13 that's talking about somebody who's flesh is turning all white and once it do he is clean this my friend is what we call today vitiligo all right so i want to at this time because i've been talking a while i'm gonna look at the phone lines if i don't get any questions or comments i'm gonna keep going so anybody with questions or comments please you this is the time to press one again the tune into the five suits on network brother seth is just firing away at this, uh, again, this is Black History Facts. If you can see, I tell this all the time on this network, if you can see what Brother Seth is saying right now, what the scriptures are saying right now, you don't need black history. Because if you can see that these people were dark-skinned and the priests, because, uh, again, these people were dark-skinned. If they was white, how do you turn white? Oh, think about how silly this is. If you're white, why are you going to people for a bright spot and you are a bright spot? No disrespect. No, 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 no. I ain't on that tonight. I'm saying think. Because these were dark and people, so I can't be making fun of white people. I can't be making fun of my own self. This was dark skin people that had a rising a scab and a bright spot they didn't have to look at the person that was all white there's no chapter for them because everybody knows that's albino there's leprosy but what do we do with these people that's got these bright spots priests well okay let's let's write a chapter on it so if you have a rising a scab and a bright spot come look at them we're going to see what's happening is it spreading is the way is a white hair in it stop you're a leper now somebody may say well why does god why does he Say the white hair, because I believe it has something to do with sin. When those people was cursed, they done something wrong. I think those are the one that has the white hair. But then sometime in the earth, um, people ain't done nothing wrong. It's just the earth is falling and we're losing hair. And, and now a lot of women can't produce children. A lot of people have vitiligo and they haven't done anything wrong. It's just a fallen state. Our bodies are all of us getting a piece of this. Uh, have gotten a piece of this curse with our bodies doing weird things because of people that lived before us, the sin that's upon the earth. We all are suffering. So anybody with vitiligo listening to me tonight, don't feel bad. Please don't feel bad. I mean, if anything, be proud to, that you can see and, and validate uh, that there's no such thing as white people because you, 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 you actually have this in your body. You know, again, it's not a sickness. There is no diseasing. It's not a disease either. And it's not, you couldn't die with leprosy. Not this leprosy. Again, it talks about it. There it is right there. Those of you that think, oh, you can die. Oh, yeah, you can die. Oh, I've heard preachers say that. Okay, if you can die, here's somebody covered with it from head to toe. I said they're covered with it. It says in the preacher, consider and behold, if the left to cover all his flesh, he shall pronounce them clean and have the plague. It is all turned white. He is clean. He is clean. He is clean, which means accepted. So these people can go and mingle among the people. There was white people that would go in and out of town buying and selling. 
But those that had this white hair, probably because brother, somebody in this family did something wrong, wasn't because of nature, uh, fallen nature status where we all are suffering from it. This is somebody who was cursed. So they had to go and say, unclean, unclean. They couldn't go among the people, not because they was contagious. I used to think that, and I preached that a little sometime. But no, it wasn't contagious. Nowhere does it say it's contagious. Nowhere in the Bible. Neither nowhere in the Bible does it say a leper died because they was a leper. Quit, quit, quit teaching that, y'all. All right, let's move forward with this. Uh, I'm going to look one more time, see if we have a question or comments in the chat room. Again, thank y'all for tuning to the Fossil Zone. We've got a nice little gathering on the phone lines. I appreciate that. It's been a while since we had that. and um, I just appreciate it, all right? We ain't even been doing shows. So to see y'all come out, I guess you want to hear about black history. But, again, we come in the back door way. If we can show that these people were dark-skinned people, oh, my goodness. If we can show that our people, not white people and black people, no, our people lost pigmentation, our humanity lost pigmentation, because I believe I'm an Israelite. So, and this right here, this Leviticus 13 is wrote to the Israelites, by the way. But let me, I want to ask you a question. What do y'all think the other nations that was not Israel, this is for the Israelites, this clean and unclean business, but, you know, all Cain descendants, Ham descendants, they didn't, they didn't operate by this law. So what do you think happened to white-skinned black people? What do you think other nations did? They pay them any mind? Because white-skinned black people have been around since, some people say the garden, I ain't going that far, but forever. We have been losing our earth, which is all melanin is, for a very long time. So, brothers and sisters, you can't get no more black history than this. If we can nail this thing down, and I'm about to, I am about to, I am about to, you're going to see that Brother Seth is not preaching hatred. As a matter of fact, if you want to Google Five Smooth Stone Blog Talk Radio Leprosy, you can hear a lot of more teachings that involve even some of our white brothers and sisters, people like uh, I Am Epic and the other whites that really enjoyed this teaching. And they say, Brother Seth, we can see what you're saying. It is not hatred in my heart. It's not what I'm saying. I'm saying black history is a joke. It's a joke. But coming out of Europe, it's new. What they've done, which has been great things, is still, it's nothing, literally nothing, literally say it, nothing compared to the thousands and thousands and thousands of years of contributions by African Americans, or not African Americans, but by dark-skinned people. It's, it's just a joke. It's not even intelligence to even put them in the same conversation. No disrespect to them, though. Or at least I don't mean it to be in a disrespectful tone, but when you start, I'm coming against the white supremacy. If people would just do what they do and just shut up and not try to muzzle our, uh, see there I go with our and them. you got to watch that. But the show is to highlight something key. If we can prove what we're saying right now, if we can see what the Father is showing uh, what he was saying with the whole umbilical cord thing I mentioned earlier. We can see we've been lied to. Don't even pay it no mind. I don't pay February no mind. I know 
that no matter what Europeans do, they for the next hundred or thousand years, they cannot, and it's not a competition. The only reason I'm saying these things is because they have come behind these people and said they didn't do nothing. They haven't done none. Y'all haven't done none. We're this. We're number one. And because of all these lies and our people acting out of the lies, you just saw black men get beat down horribly because somebody didn't value him. And you can say what you want to say. White people have nothing to do with that, bro. You ain't got to bring that up. No, black. No, no, no. Where did those officers get the mindset to not value their brother like that. How in the world did Tyree Nichols, how how did he become, how, how did those black men that sounded intelligent as far as they could communicate and they become police officers and they obviously had some kind of education, how did Tyree Nichols become an animal to them? And if that was a white man, we all know that they would not have done that. We all know that. And we all know this. Not a one of you on the phone lines can name two white males that was beat like a pulp by even one black man or two black cops that didn't do nothing. Now, if the white guy was putting a gun or something, I'm not talking about that. I'm saying he's innocent just sitting there getting there getting whooped. You can't tell me two. You can't tell, I really want to say you can't tell me one, but somebody always say, well, one time that was it. That's why I say you can't tell me two. Now think about it. In this country, there's millions of cops. Not one black cop have ever shot an unarmed white guy who was innocent, unless he's doing something really suspect. I'm, well, all I'm trying to say is we value those people's lives over hours because deep inside we all have the same mind we're just a little bit better off than a lot of our white brothers because we have aunts and uncles that are black and we've seen them do great things and we know that we're not devils blah 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 so we look better but i really think if you look close we have the same sickness they have because we have the same education white supremacy is a philosophy i'll say it all day long it's a philosophy. Anybody can believe it. And most people that believe it and really believe whites are superior is not white people. He said, brother, you sound crazy. All these white supremacists going up and shooting up. Yeah, that's true. Those are young white males that believe the lie like we believe it, and they're immature with it, and they got they got access to firearms. There's other adult white males that believe the lie, but they have access to firearms, but they don't want to go to jail. That's why you got a cheeseburger dealing roof, because... Deep inside, some people really want to do that to us anyway. But what I'm trying to say is the same mindset is in us to where we would shoot in a crowd and not value black kids in Chicago and all over. We're acting out in a similar way. We don't value Let's look inside your home. Don't even leave your house right now. You know, do you value? I'm not trying to put you down, but I'm just saying if you, you don't take this, what I'm talking about and I done got off a little bit. Let's go back. But anyway, folks, if you if you, the book that we're writing again, uh, the name of it, y'all better look for it. The systemic lies of white supremacy. The systemic lies of white supremacy are our world's ruling religion. This religion is bigger, probably, than Christianity or Islam. There are people 
that worship white institutions, white countries. They feel like white countries, white institutions, white people know better in thought, speech, and action. I'm telling you. I'm telling you what I know. I'm telling you what I know. The father showed me and arrested me years ago that I was a white supremacist, and that's when it got on. But, folks, I admonish you to read all of Leviticus 13. You're going to hear later on it's going to talk about freckles, and the father showed me all a freckle is is the little pigmentation that's left. That black freckle, person that's freckled, is pretty almost the same color with all freckles. It's a little dark. Do you realize that's the original color of the person and not the whiter skin? I kid you not. The Father showed that to me. Let me just say this to you, brothers and sisters, because we're going to go to some other scriptures, and I want to take a little short break, and I don't want anybody to go anywhere because what I'm about <laughs> If you hang up this line before I go to Second Kings 5, I'm telling you right now, you you fell and bump your head. Because I'm going to show you where the Bible says how it's going to be on our earth today. I said I'm going to show you where the Bible says it's going to be on our earth today, and many, many people are going to have it. If you hang up this line, that's why I say... Don't go nowhere, brothers and sisters. We're going to get busy here, and it's going to, we're going to show you how white skin was, in biblical time, a plague. Those people were dark. Wasn't no olive, none, because there wasn't no white nation that had formed and went all over the place mixing. And this business of when there ain't no sun, you become olive, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I, don't, I, don't, I think when you're in sunless condition, you get lighter, but I don't think you get olive. We're going to talk about that. Brothers and sisters, listen. Black history is a joke. The word black history, just the word black, it's just history. And it's history of the people of the earth. I like to call them dust color people. The Father made man out of the dust. Only two colors on the earth, green and brown, really, everything comes from those two colors. Everything really else is mutations and recessive. Everything. I don't care how pretty it is, it's still a recessive. And the stronger is the darker every time. Go into a produce section of any store, ask them to show you the most potent vegetable. Tell me what color they were, they're always dark. You think that's just a coincidence? No, it's not. I, this is what I do. I talk to, to scientists and doctors and bounce, hey, I'm thinking this, and I'm telling you all, it's tried and true, brothers and sisters. But listen, in the book of uh, this Leviticus 13, just to wrap this up, um, let's go ahead and wrap this up. We're going to take a, a little short break, but I'm going to come back with, oh, my God, y'all got to see Second Kings 5. You got to see it. And see, I know now blah, 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 was what I was thinking about saying when I got sidetracked. Brothers and sisters, I can read to you thousands of scriptures, but if you're wearing that umbilical card, like I said earlier, it's going to poison your mind. And see, this is what the, if, if you don't get nothing out of this show tonight, please hear what I'm about to say. This is so important. I think I'm going to take a break after I say this. Brothers and sisters, I beg you. I don't know you, but I love you. And I want this broadcast to really bring black history in a way you never will forget it for the rest of your life. I want what happened to me to happen to you. If you see history the way I do, you think black history is a joke because pretty much it's all us. So this is what I want to say to you. You can read for the rest of your life. You can see black so-called 
geniuses all around you. I mean, they can be all around you. You won't see it if that umbilical card is there. You can see greatness in your wife that lay beside you every day, or your husband. You will not see them the way they need to be seen in their glory with that umbilical cord on them, on you. The Father has to break the trust of white people in your mind. I'm not saying hate them. Do not hate. You're going to be a loser and you're going to, more important, be in trouble with the Most High. Do not hate. But don't trust nothing they say. Willie Lynch was brilliant when he said they must only trust us and we can control them for hundreds of years. He's right. He's right. Stop trusting what you see. I don't care how formal it look. I don't care how they come on TV with a little thing in their ear. They don't mean nothing. They can be lying, lying, lying. These people, I'm talking about the people that govern over us have been lying forever. And they ain't just white people. A lot of black people lying because they following these white people that's led by Satan and pure evil. Stop trusting them. Just because somebody break a verb and they don't speak proper English or they don't write proper, that don't mean they can't articulate what the Father is saying or what is really going on on the earth. Look past all these polished white people. Don't trust them. Don't even trust me. Go and check and read Leviticus 13 on yourself and see it on it say that when the, you were better off with darker uh, uh, spots, white, when your spot become darker, you were better. Ask yourself, why were people with white spots presenting themselves to the priest in the first place? And how in the world, if leprosy is, is what you think it is, how come when you're covered with it from, when you, from head to toe, you're, you're, you're clean? You're clean. It's talking about when a person turns white, they're clean. But it calls them, it's still, they're still a leper, they're just a cleansed leper. They will be unclean if anywhere in that white skin there is this reddish white. Brothers and sisters, the truth is often stranger than fiction. But God has to do to you what he did to me because I can talk to you all and we can flip scriptures, flip scriptures, although Second Kings 5 going to knock it out of the park. I ain't never heard somebody tell me they couldn't see First, Second Kings five. That's gonna really have you your eyes bucked. So stay tuned. We're gonna come back, take a little break, and we're gonna come back and we're gonna deal with Second Kings five. And you're gonna see what I'm saying that the people in the Bible days, all of them, had to have been dark dark skinned people. And why were they making such a big deal if the whole planet was white? Like some of y'all think of the white people everywhere back then. Why were they making it such a big deal? Why were they calling it leprosy? The person white, why would you just call him? Why would you call him a leper? Or why was you, you calling that state leprosy? Think about what I'm saying. That's why I don't believe in Jesus' day in the Bible days those people was white, the Romans. I don't believe that. I know people think I'm crazy. I don't believe it. It would have said it. I think they was dark skinned, all of them. I think the people that were saying at the gate, unclean, unclean, that had a white spot on them or was all white, that's what I believe. They were white. They either had all white skin or they had those spots on them, just like you just read. That's what I believe. Folks, that's what I believe. 
That's mine. This is mine. Yeah. Yeah. So all I'm saying, uh, the truth is often stranger than fiction. I said the truth is often stranger than fiction. Isn't it? It Don't this sound crazy? But, folks, what you going to do? It's the truth. What are you going to do? Please tell me, what are you going to do with that? Love every single one of you, and there's nothing you can do about it. Folks, it's going to be a short break, and I'm about to drop the bomb. I promise you. Tell people. To, this is the time to text people and say, hey, call the show. Brother Seth is about to. I promise you I will not let them down. And not that I'm trying to impress anybody, but, y'all, this is what I'm about to show, show you even furthermore changed my life. But that Leviticus 13 did it because I couldn't read all of it. But you, it's going to talk about it's going to talk about a yellow hair, folks. It talks about a yellow hair in Leviticus 13. It talks about a yellow hair. Yellow hair is blonde hair. When I saw that, I was done. Why is a yellow hair in the book of Leviticus 13? Isn't that blonde hair? Oh my God, we're talking about. Recessive traits, y'all. In the Bible days, this is wasn't none good. I'm talking about verse thirty. It's just the fact that it's talking about a yellow thin hair. It even says thin. Oh my goodness. Our hairs are more coarse. This is a recessive trait in Leviticus thirteen and thirty. Anyway, if I were you, I would text people and say, Brother Seth is really about to fire it up. Y'all got to hear what he got to say. All right? In the meantime, we'll be right back, brothers and sisters. I'm not hyping it up. It's already hyped up. Just watch. Again, you can't get no more black history in this.
And we're back. We are back, brothers and sisters, again, swinging at this, swinging again. Black history facts like you have heard. If you can get this right here, brothers and sisters, oh, my goodness. You can just see how it's just a joke. Some of you really think, you know, you know a lot about black history. I mean, I know a whole lot about things we've done, you know, but... I, I, and, I, and you continue to, 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 to do that with the whole, I call it the uh, microscope effect. You know, continue to look, 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 look here and there. There's nothing wrong with, you know, shouting, shouting. If you invent something, you're going to want people to know it. So I, I'm not hating on that, but I'm just saying, brothers and sisters, come on now. We've been lied to. White people were not there. They were not there. I say they were not in the Bible like we think. And we can't even say they as though this is where we got to be careful. You have got to talk as though it's we. You know, when the Father first, I'm getting back into this, but we're about to get into 2 Kings uh, um, 5. But the Father, when I first got this, I kept saying, Father, they look so different. White people look so different. I'm not talking about no hatred in there. Y'all listen to what I'm saying in my heart. I'm not talking about hatred. I just used to say they look so different. And I know it was the Father. That's why I say pray to him. Do what I did. Ask those dumb questions like this one. This is a dumb question. I, I was staring away and they look different until I saw Pakistani people, Indian people, when they have their albinos because their nose, white people nose is like theirs. I used to say they have white nose or they have white lips or they have white hair. I don't say that no more. That's, that's another sickness. That's another part of white supremacy right there when you say that because Europe is a baby. Europeans, people being, you know, there wasn't always people there. So, their hair can't be European. Their hair have to be really African. Ethiopians have, you know, lips like them, nose like them, that East African look. The Indians come from Africa. That's the look whites got. Indians is a billion people. Whites couldn't have can't own those features. So I stopped saying it like that. But when Indians and all Pakistani have albinos, I kept saying, I want to go to India. See, my heart was right and the Father allowed me to do. And I did see albinos there. Folks, if you see a Pakistani albino, you will not with your eye be able to tell them from a white person. So you say, brother, says, how do you know you've seen them? Because <laughs> they'll be walking along with these dark-skinned wives Or dark-skinned children And you'll know, wait a minute, there ain't no white man It's Pakistani and You talk to them, and how, how do you do that? How, you know how they talk And furthermore, if you do the research This is really how I've seen it Even when I went out and see the number I've seen on the internet You can... Go to YouTube if you do the research. Again, break the cord of trust. Quit thinking I'm hating. 
Quit thinking I'm trying to be against white people. I can't keep saying I love them. I sound ridiculous. You should know my heart by now. I'm not on no hate thing. So when I begin to research this, the information is there. So let's go back to the scriptures because the scriptures going to nail it. I was just reading, even at during the break, uh, uh, down to verse 18 where it talks about a boil. Some of y'all will say, ooh, brother, said there it is, a boil right there, a boil. Oh, my God, how come you can't see it? Again, what y'all going to do in verse 12 and 13? But even the boil that it talks about, it's looking for white skin that come out of the boil. In verse 20, it says, it is a plague of leprosy. Or just say, let me see the word plague of leprosy, say plague of white skin. Plague of white skin broken out of the boil. The boil, the rising, and the scab is not what they're looking for. It's the white skin that come out of that that sometimes cover the whole body if it's spreading like vitiligo. So i got a question for you. There's two types. People got this white skin that's spreading as vitiligo today. What about if you're born with whiteness? Folks, that's a leper. Ah, uh, you don't believe me? I understand. Let's go to Second Kings five. Second Kings five. Second Kings five. And I have to be careful. How I talk about this because there's uh, white brothers and sisters listening, and I don't want them because I am white. I tell you, I did a show one time, and I wasn't trying to be funny. I am white. You're white too. Everything while you listen to me is white. Here's the deal. On top of your white skin. It's melanin. White people, so-called white people that we now call white people because some evil social construct, we don't start, we don't lost our mind now, some group them into a people. They don't start mingling among themselves and cohabitating among each other and, and having sex and, and having families around this common, and now they think they're group based on that when in reality short people can only date short people and only uh, date short people and only look for short people and, and people with that gene and they can look up and they can have a short generation a bald head people can only mix with bald head people make sure they have the bald head gene and you look up and they have a bald head race now should we call them bald head people that's how foolish this is if that's foolish right there you really can uh, curtail people trying to do it right now uh, with how they picking babies and so forth. Let's Second Kings five. There was in this story. This is the man who was a mighty man. Uh, the Bible's name is Naaman. He was a mighty man. He was a captain of the Syrian army, but he was a leper. All that means is he was white skin. Oh, that ain't what that means. That ain't what that means. Okay, what does it mean? If your fingers are falling off and you're, 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 you're sick and all that, how are you going to be a, the captain, not just a soldier, but the captain of a host? This is a bad dude as far as fighting. How can you do that you're a leper? He's just white. <laughs> I can't laugh because I used to think it too. Forgive me for laughing. He's just white. And he was told to go dip. I'm making the story fast. He's told to go dip in, in, a, in, a, in a river, 
And the Bible say in his skin, well, I'm going to read it to you. Listen to this, verse 14. Then when he went down and dipped himself seven times in the Jordan, according to the sayings of the man of God, in his flesh, and his flesh came again like unto the flesh of a little child, and he was clean. And he was clean. Now, when it say the flesh of a little child, all children, white or black, have one tone. They don't have that reddish white breaking their skin. I'm talking about little white kids. It don't mean that he has sores and he came up and he don't have sores. Little kids have sores. It just means his flesh returned. But listen, listen, brothers and sisters. It's okay if you don't see it because I've learned something. If something is true, you can prove it more than one way. So just hold that thought. You say, well, I don't know about that. I just think it was sores when he came up in the sores. I don't know what you're talking about. Said, okay, again, what you're going to do with Levit- Leviticus uh, uh, 13, verse 12 and 13. But let's go on. So when he, this man of God that, that just had him cleansed, that's how he said about lepers, lepers are cleansed. Gehazi was a servant to this man of God, Elisha. And so when Naaman was cleansed, Naaman basically told Elisha what I owe you, and he said, oh, nothing, just praise God. And so Gehazi chased, I'm making the story fast for time's sake, brothers and sisters. I forgot to write down the time for our, uh... okay, anyway. Um, so Gehazi chased Naaman down and said the prophet changed his mind. In other words, you can, you, he wants you to pay him something. So Gehazi followed after Naaman, verse 21, and he goes on to say that in verse 22 that his master was saying um, these things, and so he began to get gifts and all types of things, silver and garments and and uh, even um, Naaman, uh, Gehazi, just bear with me. I'm doing two things. Just bear with me here. Okay. So Gehazi got all these things, in, which was against the father's will. The father just wanted to cleanse. See, I almost said heal, but it's really a cleansing. Cleanse Naaman. So in other words, Naaman was a leper. He could have been all white with some with those patches that's red and white, or he could have been a dark-skinned man that had white patches that had that white hair. If he had that white hair, he's unclean. But if he's just white, that that he could have been a, what you call a cleansed leper. He wouldn't have need no no cleansing, cause all he all happened to Naaman was that reddish white. If he was all white. Wherever there was reddish white, as verse 13 says, verse 14 says of Leviticus 13 and 13, 14 says, if that reddish white appeared when you all turn white, then you're unclean. So maybe Naaman either had the reddish white, he was all white and he had this reddish white spot, or he was a dark man that had a little round spot that had that white hair in it. Either one would have been unclean. One more time. Naaman either was an all-white gentleman with a reddish white spot where you can see through the skin that's unclean 
We read that in Leviticus 13 and 14. Or he was a dark-skinned man, which means he had dark skin, but somewhere on his body, remember where so the priest look at, he had a white spot with a white hair. If he didn't have a white hair in it and it was dark, the spot was somewhat dark, he was clean even though he's a dark-skinned man with a, a bright spot. Because it's not a white hair, he would be clean. He wouldn't need to be dipped in nobody's river. He could go and mingle among the people, all right? So, and when these people was unclean, they was commanded to, to go and say unclean because something was up with those people, and the father did not want to mingle with other people. But anyway, Gehazi go and chase uh, Naaman down, and the Bible says, watch this, that he is about to be cursed. Here comes 2023. Here comes February the 21st, 2023, right now. If you're listening in the future, 2024, same thing. Leviticus 20, Leviticus, excuse me. But it's, I'm so rattled right now. Second Kings 5, verse 25. You've got to hear this. If you don't get this, this is going to make the show. This is going to be the guaranteed highlight of the show right here. Second Kings 5 and 25. But he went in, it's talking about Gehazi, and stood before his master. And Elisha said unto him, Whence cometh thou, Gehazi? And he said, Thy servant went nowhere. I didn't go nowhere. Well, that was lying right there. Verse 26. Listen to what the prophets say. Boy, these prophets was no joke. They was the media back in the day. They could see things. And he, Elisha, said unto him, Went not my heart with thee. When the man turned again from his chariot to meet thee, is it a time to receive money, to receive garments and olive yards and vineyards and sheep and oxen and men servant and maid servants, Gehazi got paid. Now listen to what the prophet said to Naaman, to Gehazi. The leprosy thereof of Naaman, the leprosy thereof of Naaman shall cleave unto thee and unto thy seed forever. And he went out of his presence, a leper as white as snow. Why come every time the Bible mentions leprosy, it says white as snow? One more time. The leprosy thereof of Naaman shall cleave unto thee and unto thy seed forever. 2023 including forever. Yes. And the leprosy thereof of Naaman shall cleave unto thee and unto thy seed forever. And he went out of his presence, a leper, as white as snow. You can say what you want to say. You can read the scripture a thousand times. If you have that umbilical cord I talked about earlier connected to your mind, your mind and your brain, brothers and sisters, you will see that scripture and you will say something out of your mouth other than wow. Leprosy is just simply whiteness. That's all they were looking for and looking at the rising, the scab, the ball, the this, the that. 
quick raw flesh, all of that. Hot burning, all of that. Everything they look for in Leviticus, they're looking for white skin. Remember Moses' sister who did not like him marrying an Ethiopian woman because he was one tribe, dark-skinned, marrying an Ethiopian tribe, dark-skinned, and they didn't like, they just like today, Ethiopians don't have that. King will be from no Nigeria trying to marry no Ethiopian. It's going to be a problem. Tribalism was going on forever. It didn't mean Moses was white. Some of y'all got some of this. I mean, you know, what can I say? But Miriam, Miriam was striking with leprosy. Remember when Moses was smitten with it? The Bible says, and Moses became, and Moses' hand became leprous as snow. Some of y'all missed this, but Father tell Moses to can your bosom. He pulls it out, and the Bible says, and Moses' hand became leprous as snow. Well, guess what, brothers and sisters? It happened a third time. Where you're going to see it saying leprous as snow. You just saw it first, and you just saw it with Moses. You just read it with um, Gehazi, and now, oh my goodness, you're about to read it in Numbers 12. Go to Numbers 12, verse 10. You're going to even hear Moses' brother describe it. <laughs> you still think your sores and pus and fingers falling all off? Okay, stay where you at. Stay with me. We're about to wrap up this show. Stay with me. I guarantee you, I have never, ever had nobody teach me this. After I start teaching this, I'm not saying I started it, but I started hearing this all over the country. I started hearing it. Sometime I wonder was it me. One time I was reading, a, 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 just just opened up a thread, and I was reading on the Internet, and I kitchen out the Father's my witness. Somebody said these words. If you want to know more about the albinism and mixing, go to Five Smooth Stones. I tripped out. I, I had nothing to do with it. And so you never know how many people are going to listen to you. That's why it's very important you not be talking about a lie. And this is not a lie. Numbers 12 and 10, King James Version, and all these reading. Be careful reading the other translations because they have tried to whitewash all this. So if some of you are reading, especially the New King James Version Bible, the NIV, any of that, when they get, especially on this topic, leprosy, they're going to whitewash it all again. You're talking about the umbilical cord. Stay with the King James Version Bible. It's going to be made clear because these people are on to us, and they know what we're doing. They come with these translations, and especially with this topic right here. I was reading the King James Version, and it took so many words out with regards to it. It ain't even funny. So the anger of the Lord was kindled against uh, Miriam for speaking out against Moses marrying this woman. So in verse nine, we'll pick up. And the angel, the anger of the Lord was kindled against them, and he departed. And the cloud departed from off the tabernacle. And behold, Miriam became leprous as snow. Let me back up a little bit. Again, Miriam is upset with Moses for marrying an Ethiopian woman. And the Lord came down the pillar of cloud and stood in the door of the tabernacle and called Aaron and Miriam, and they. Both came forth, and he said, "Hear now my words." Now this this is the father talking to him. If there be a prophet among you, I, the Lord, will make myself known unto him in a vision, unto him in a dream. My servant Moses is not so. 
who is faithful in all mine house. With him will I speak mouth to mouth. Wow. Even apparently and not in the dark and not and not in dark speeches, and in the similitude of the Lord shall he behold. Whereof then when ye not oh, I'm, I'm I'm just y'all just bear with me. I'm trying to rush through this for look at this time. Let me read again, slow down. Go to work, y'all. So I'm trying to rush through this. Let me just slow it down because this right here is a backbreaker. If you can get this right here, again, you don't need, I guarantee you, just like I said, you don't need February because if these people, if what I'm about to tell y'all right now is true, if Second Kings 5 is true, brother, this whole thing is black, blackwashed pretty much. <laughs> Verse 8. With him will I speak mouth to mouth, even apparently and not in dark speeches, and in the similitude of the Lord shall he behold. Wherefore then, when were ye not afraid to speak against my servant Moses, and the anger of the Lord was kindled against them, and he departed. Watch this. And the cloud departed, and the cloud departed, from off the tabernacle, and behold, Miriam became leprous as snow. And behold, Miriam became leprous, white as snow. That's what it reads. Miriam became leprous, white as snow. Miriam became leprous, white as snow. Why come it never says knuckles falling off, limbs falling off? And furthermore, I just thought of something. A lot of I can think of many people in the Bible that were smitten with leprosy. One was smitten in the forehead. If his fingers falling off, how is the one priest smitten with leprosy in the forehead? Y'all need to really read. See what the problem is when we have that umbilical cord connected to our heads. We don't we don't think to even think outside of what we've been taught because we, some of y'all never knew to even ask the kind of questions I'm bringing up and talking about. Because, but now you will. And furthermore, ask the Father, what does this broadcast have to do with you and your salvation? Because I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, we have been lied to. There is so-called black history all around us. Our wives are doing, I mean, things that you can put up with Einstein. You say, oh, boy, you're tripped out now. No, 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 no. Please, I beg you, on my hands and knees, please, I beg you, hear what I'm saying. Einstein is in your house. Einstein, if I can use that, that probably will be white supremacy right there. I'm just trying to say bright minds is in your house, brightest minds as Einstein. They may not be able to calculate math, but it's something else, including in your own mind. Some of you is is great. I, I'm not just trying to gas you up to hype you up. I'm, I'm, I'm the way the Father showed me is it's oozing through us. Can't see it because of self hate. We've been raised to be niggas so long till when people talk like this, you almost want to hang up and say, "Yeah, I understand. You're right, man. Yeah, you're right. Hey, you really saying that's good stuff? No, no, really listen to what I'm saying." That's why I don't take a back seat to nobody. I mean nobody. I don't ask for autographs and stuff from people like that. I don't do that no more. I used to. Man, listen. We Israelites, 
We them people. Like I said earlier in the broadcast, even in our spit, there's more connections with King David and Saul in our DNA than all in, in Jerusalem right now. This is serious. We've been lied to, man. We've been lied to. That's why I've tried to go to those 25 country, 24 countries. I don't want to hear no more from the West. I try to get my entertainment for outside, break outside of America and all of its education. It's all, everything. Try to see what's going on in Chad and Nigeria. Just listen to dissonant voices. Don't listen to their CBN, CNN, because they just want to be like white people. White supremacy is everywhere. But listen to the dissonant voices in Nigeria. Listen to the dissonant voices, and dissonant voices meaning those that uh, are, are against the government. Uh, listen to people that are not trying to be like the West. You know, take with Africans in this country with a grain of salt that's in America because no disrespect if you're listening, you're African, you're in America. But what I'm trying to say is a lot of y'all are here because you idolize the West. We can't trust you. you in line to become what we are. Look for Africans that are so proud of where they're from. They don't want to come to America. Listen to them. Listen to their broadcast. Listen to what they do for, for entertainment. Just got a little notice in my ear that we're going to be uh, the show is going to end here. So uh, those you listening online, if you want to, I'm going to roll over a little bit. I knew it. I'm going to roll over a little bit because I got to nail this down. Oh, we about to describe. Mirren is about to describe herself. Aaron is about to describe what Mirren looked like with this leprosy. I know y'all ain't about to hang up now. So if you want to hear this, call the phone number. I'm not playing with y'all. I'm not teasing you. Um, Aaron is about to describe his sister. We got a problem because he's about to describe his sister, which has been smitten with this whiteness, this leprosy, whatever it is. Whatever it is, he's about to describe it. I told y'all I'm not playing with you. I'm very serious. And I haven't even presented all of the scriptures, all of the stories to prove what I'm saying. I have a scripture that talks about how lepers, lepers don't die. Some of y'all think they die. Oh, yeah, you die. No, I've got scriptures to show you where two lepers did not die. And they, you know, anyway, can't talk about it all. But anyway, forget my train of thought. That's why I have to be careful. Russian, Russian, Russian. But brothers and sisters, you need to ask the Father for him to show you, show you, show you, deal with me. And again, those of you, hopefully you call the phone number because, anyway, we're wrapping up here. After I nail this one last, drop this last bomb. Again, you tune to the Fossil Zone Network, and tonight all we're doing is just proving black history in a profound way. I mean, you can't get, I don't care how many inventions you talk about, nothing is more profound in the show that this book is full of very dark-skinned people. Folks, if this is true, there could not have been olive-colored people. Olive-colored people came with the mixing. Not having the sun, which we can't even say that because they was in Africa, so they was definitely dark. But even if they wasn't next to the equator or not in Africa, they still wasn't olive color. I don't believe that. Olive cup came through mixing. Not being in, in sunless condition like the Chinese, I don't think it makes you uh, the color. I don't believe that. But anyway, even if it did, some people would argue, okay, not a problem. Let's say it did. These people in the Bible days, in uh, back in the, near this equator, in Africa and Jerusalem, 
did was near the sun, and I can tell you right now, it was very dark-skinned people. And if they were, we have trouble. Because remember, people didn't even go to those colds or cold climates to later. That's another thing. Even if the colder climate do give you the olive-colored skin, folks, they didn't start off there. They started off in hot Africa. I said they started off near the sun. It's healthier to be in the sun than the colder climate. The colder climate only drew them later on with population and all of this, you know, for lack of a better way, looking for a better land and all of this. People were living in the motherland, Africa. They had to have been not olive, but dark-skinned people. Again, happy Black History Month for those of you that celebrate. So let's look at this. I was making a point, but I forgot my point. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. Hopefully it wasn't. Um, I'll think of it. But Moses, uh, Miriam has been with Moses. And listen to what Aaron says in verse 11. He's talking about his sister who just became leprous. Uh, The Bible says in verse 10, one more time, Miriam became leprous, white as snow. Now, some of you say, oh, she's white, white, white in the snow. There's another thing I ran into. People crazy enough to believe she looked like a sheet of paper. Nobody looked like a sheet of paper. That's not what it meant. But if you're looking at dark-skinned people, dark-skinned people, dark-skinned people, all your life, all your life, all your life, dark, 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 and you see a white person, it it does look like they're white as snow, definitely. Okay, and then some albinos almost look like a sheet of paper. But, but I just believe they just mean white, like people are, not no sheet of paper. And Aaron looked upon Miriam, and behold, she was leprous. Listen to what the word just said. He looked upon and she was leprous. What does that mean? She was just white. Leprous, and Miriam became leprous, white as snow. And then he looked upon and she was leprous. That's how you should say it. That's how you should say it. It's leprous. It's white. Verse 11, and Aaron said unto Moses, back then they called each other Lord, and Aaron said unto Moses, Alas, my Lord, I beseech thee, let not the sin upon us. He said, let not the sin upon us, wherein we have done foolishly, and wherein we have sinned. Let her not be as one dead. Of whom flesh is half consumed when it cometh out of his mother's womb. One more time. Let it not be as one dead. Of whom flesh is half consumed when he cometh out of his mother's womb. Third time. Let it not be as one dead. Of whom flesh is half consumed when it cometh out of his mother's womb. Do you know what that means, brothers and sisters? That's talking about a stillborn baby. Anything coming out of his mother's womb dead is stillborn. Don't do it now. I've been teaching this for years. I was teaching this one time in Columbus, Ohio. And I, when I teach this, I tell people, you can interrupt me anytime. Anytime I'm teaching, period, I always tell people you can interrupt me, interrupt me because people sometimes get questions. And this nurse interrupted me and said, oh, my God. She says, oh, my God. I was telling her that, all stillborn babies have one thing in common. They don't have no pigmentation. You can look right through their skin. Or like, like you look in your mouth. When you open your mouth and you see in your mouth that reddish white, 
or you look under your eyelid, that reddish white, or kind of like the palm of your hand, kind of like up, up under your feet, that is not covered with melanin. So I said, all stillborn babies have that raw flesh look. That's what you call raw flesh. Leviticus 13 was talking about it. It said reddish white. She said, oh, my God, you're right. She said, I deliver babies. She says, that's exactly how every stillborn baby come out. Folks, when something is true, you can prove it more than one way. Time just will just will not allow me to prove it other ways. But look at this verse right here. What are you going to do with this one? Let her not be as one dead of whom flesh is half consumed. Flesh half consumed means just flesh. The blackness is half consumed. The flesh, just the darkness is half consumed. It's half gone. She ain't covered no more. The baby ain't covered. The flesh is Else, else, what does it mean? Babies don't come out half ate up. It can't mean that because it's talking like it happens often. Let her not be as one dead of whom flesh is half consumed. Like any time a baby's dead, the flesh is half consumed. Any time a baby's dead, the way he's talking, the flesh is half consumed. Let her not be as one dead of whom flesh is half consumed, as though that's what happened a lot. So he's just talking about stillborn babies who don't have pigmentation. Again, you won't know to ask these things. Last thing, I'm closing out. Brothers and sisters, you will not know to ask these kinds of questions, to study these kinds of things if you have that umbilical cord of trust. Like some of y'all right now, you don't even know me. You're thinking I'm hating. I done told you 9,000 times I love white people. I'm not on hate. It's, it's, it's no disrespect to you, I should rephrase how I'm saying it. It's just you're doing what you're programmed to do. But ask the Father, ask the Father, what does this broadcast have to do with your salvation? Ask him. Ask him, what does this broadcast have to do with how you raise your children? Because it's going to affect how you raise your children, how you see your loved one, how you see everybody else, and how you see white people, how you see black people, how you see yourself. Yes, it will. So it has a lot to do with your salvation because we're serving the Father through uh, our, it's like our eyes are covered with cataracts or we're looking through shades or glasses. We're looking dim through a glass. White supremacy is nothing to play with. That's why I'm writing this book. It's nothing to play with. It really is a religion. We love the Father. We're worshiping the Father, and we can't help to worship him the best we know how, but when truths like this come along, you've got to readjust your belief system. I'm not talking about hating brothers and sisters. If you don't hate, that you missed everything I'm saying. I'm talking about loving yourself, and loving yourself means loving white people because there's nothing more than us. It's just us. If you just color that white person, like I was saying when I asked the father why they look so different, and he said color them dark. I didn't say it earlier, but he was saying color them dark. And I begin to stare white. I know it sounds real crazy, but it's the truth. When I would go to the mall or wherever I'm at, I see white people, and I'm thinking about this leprosy thing because it, it rattled me for years. Leviticus 13 rattled me. I don't know about you, but it rattled me. And then there's different types of leprosy that can be in houses because, again, this is a plague upon the house. Well, if it's knuckles falling all off and what y'all think leprosy is, fingers falling all off and all this, how that's going to be in the house? 
How is it going to be in the house? Bob talking about leprosy in the house. It's like somebody in the house was cursed. Maybe they did something in the house. Maybe the house was used for prostitution. In the back, back in biblical days, prophets was cursing stuff. They was, cur- they was cursing things. And so they could pronounce a leprosy on the house. And it would be like in the walls. It's like, it's crazy. No prophets walk like that today. But think about it. Prophets was cursing people white. And today, like somebody crazy, I shouldn't say that, oh, help me, Father, not to say that. But we sitting up thinking white people in the Bible, like all throughout the Bible, like Jesus was white. Now do you understand why the Five Swiss Stone Network constantly say so much about us being Israelites? Now do y'all understand why we so hard on that? Why people like young people all over America and all over the world really is adapting this Israelite thing? We know that they had to have been dark skinned. We know it now. Because we've seen we've heard Brother Seth and people like me talking about this leprosy. It's impossible impossible that the father would send the Messiah and he looked like a leper. It don't make no sense. Or he looked like one of us lost in pigmentation. Let's just say it like that. It's impossible. It's impossible that the Israelites, any one of them would be white. If they were, they would be considered a leper, probably a clean leper. And white people today, let's just go there, if they was put back in Bible days, most of them would be considered clean leper because they have dark hair and they've mixed so much with melanated people. But this was back in the day when there wasn't that mixing. People weren't breaking their neck to be getting no, with no blonde hair and blue eyes. No, they wasn't. It was a plague. I know I sound crazy. I know I sound crazy. I know I do. But what are you going to do with the verses I just showed you? Cord. Brothers and sisters, if you can't see this right now, clear and say, brother, said, thank you. I see it. I see it. If you fight with me, think of something. I can't judge you. But I, I, I understand. I understand how I sound. Brothers and sisters, I'm wrapping this show up. I want you to listen to me and listen to me well. I started this Five Stone Network because I truly love all people. And I want truth, truth to liberate and to set us free. And I want to thank you on the phone lines that's holding on all this time. Those of you in the chat room that has uh, contributed, I really appreciate you as well. Those of you listening online after this show goes off, I thank you for listening. But it's not for me. Be be glad you're getting it for yourself. Get greedy. Be a little selfish. Dig into this. Read Leviticus 13. You're going to see what Brother Seth is saying is true. So all those people in the Bible, when Christ was cleansing the leper, I used to ask myself, Father, was he turning them black? No. All a white person had to be was all white, and then they was accepted. So I believe Christ was cleansing them by way of turning those little spots on the all-white people, the little reddish-white spots they call raw flesh when they can see through the skin. He was turning those all-white. Or if a person had a white, a dark skin, it was all dark, but they had a spot on them. They had this white hair. You know that was no good. He was turning that white hair or that white spot somewhat dark. 
It just had to turn dark, and their white hair had to turn another color. So I think when Christ prayed for them, the white hair turned another color and it became somewhat dark. Then they was clean. And he even said, go show yourself to the priest. Go show. Why? So they can see it. So they can see it. So I don't think he was, I know, uh, again, balls and all that scab, again, they was looking for the whiteness that comes from those things. Do not get that mixed up. i got to wrap up the show, brothers and sisters. I think we're going to do a show on Sunday. I'm not really sure. So, excuse me, a show on Thursday and Sunday. Uh, a lot going on with your brother. Keep me in prayer. I know I've been haven't been doing the shows consistent. We've been doing a lot of reruns, but we're going to try our best to get back to recorded shows uh, because I love teaching uh, the people, and I love knowing that when y'all take this information, you're not going to go, hey, whites, you're going to love them even more because whites are us, we are them, there's no such thing, we've got to quit saying whites and blacks, so I like to say it like this, they're just Africans with less pigmentation, because there's nothing else we can call them, we can say Gentiles, and only people we know really uh, that we can call a people is Israelites, and we only know them because of the prophecies that we're fulfilling, other than that, we don't know who, who's who. So white people is no different than Gentiles. So uh, no, no, they are Gentiles. And then keep in mind, some white people, some white people, uh, some dark-skinned people was taken up north and was uh, so much mixed with the Europeans that they're they're Israelites and they do have white skin. So we do think some of the people in Israel, you're hearing it right now out of my mouth, we do think some of them are definitely 100% authentic Israelites. But we just feel like the vast majority of them are not. Bible called those people down from the north as a punishment to to scatter Israel to the four corners. So awake Zion, wherever you at on the four corners, these shows are dedicated to the true Israelites uh, first and foremost. Salvation to the Jew first. So to you first, we dedicate this show. Hopefully, y'all can see the glory of this great people and really dark-skinned people in general because, again, this is what Israel did today is to their to their uh, people that was experiencing this white skin. But there were other people turning white because of the environment and nature. That didn't mean they sinned. These are the ones I think that was cleansed. But those that had their white hair or their reddish white skin, I think there was sin involved in their family. It was cursed by these prophets white. Anyways, uh, you want to know more about this, simply Google Five Foods on Blog Talk Radio where I talk a little bit more about it. Again, I appreciate uh, y'all listening tonight. We didn't have any questions, but we had a phone line full of people. I'm so encouraged by that because phone lines, haven't we uh, We can have 50, but we haven't reached that in a while. It's just good to see people listening on. Uh, but I want to thank you again and see you on Thursday, the Father willing. All right? Again, I love every single one of you, and there's nothing you can do about it. I mean that. Google, again, Fox was on Blog Talk Radio Leprosy to learn more about what I've talked about. We've talked about this about, we have at least about 12 shows on this. Good night. <laughs>